The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. afternoon everybody and welcome to the show we had to repeat last week for thanksgiving and so it's just great to be back live on the air with all of you today or in the archives however you choose to listen to the show i'm so pleased that you can join us i love doing this program i have a wonderful guest lined up for you today Anne bardsley i'll be bringing her in in a minute but you know i love to share the magic of connecting across the veil each week and just had some amazing synchronicities lately the first part a little bit challenging for me. I was told by some of my original teachers when I studied mediumship that sometimes those on the other side find a medium who can be very good at a certain kind of reading and they'll tell each other on the other side, draw your loved ones to this medium. She'll be able to help you. And if that sounds silly to you, just listen to this statistic. I did 10 readings in a row, 10 in the last month in which 10 of the spirits who came through had passed by suicide. Now, the odds of that happening, having given over a 1,000 readings, are astronomical. And that's when I notice collusion with those on the other side to point the families to me. 10 of those. And let me tell you, those are very hard readings emotionally, not only for the loved ones here, but for me as well, trying to maintain this compassionate detachment so that I don't get caught up in the emotion. So what's really interesting is the last two readings I've done today and yesterday were both with women clients, and it turns out, I found out afterwards, both of them live in New Hampshire, which is very random. I don't remember when I've ever done a reading for anyone in New Hampshire, and both of them were more interested in hearing from their spirit guides than their loved ones on the other side, which is quite an anomaly because most of my, my the people that come to me for sessions are interested in hearing from loved ones. And so it's kind of like the spirit world is giving me a break because those kind of readings are just full of light and love. All readings are full of love, but there were no heavy burdens or, or, or grief that we had to, to show people that their loved ones are here and to give them the hope that this work of mediumship is all about. It was the spirit guides validating things in their lives, helping to give them val- uh, direction and 
accentuating how loved all of us are. So it's like the most wonderful, just a pat on the back for thank you for helping these these other people with these more challenging readings. And two women from New Hampshire back to back who wanted to hear from guides. I just think that's what what my guest today would call an angel bump. That's the subject of our show today. And author Ann Bardsley joins us to share her stories of what she calls angel bumps. We'll find out why she calls them that. I want to bring her in now, and then I'll tell you more about her. Welcome to the show, Ann. Thank you, Suzanne. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and we were just talking. You're just down the road a couple hours from me in St. Petersburg, Florida. And there's another synchronicity for you because this Sunday I'm going to be giving the Sunday message at First Unity of St. Petersburg, Florida, and then a workshop that afternoon. So you and I hopefully will get to meet face-to-face in St. Pete. I'm going to make sure we do. (laughs) And anybody else who's in the area, I hope you can come out December 2nd unless you're listening in the archives. So let me tell you all about Anne. She is a humor and sentimental writer. I like that combination. Her work Mm -hmm. has been featured on Irma Bombeck's Humor Writer's site. I used to love Irma Bombeck's work. And also sites called Scary Mommy. That's intriguing. The Grand Magazine, The Island Reporter, Paradise News, Very Funny Women, Grief Relief Newsletter, and many others. She's the author of two books. The first one, How I Earned My Wrinkles. I wish we had more time to talk about that one. We'll have to read it. (laughs) And her newest book, which will be the focus of our show today, Angel Bumps, Hello from Heaven, which actually hit number one on Amazon's hot new releases. She tells us that she is a Gigi grandmother to four with another on the way, a mom to five grown kids, and the wife to one wrinkle maker of a husband. And let's kick off with that. How does your husband like that descriptor? Oh, he knows darn well. He's excellent to keep him eat wrinkles. <laughs> but I must say, most of them, I would tell you, are from laughter. But, oh. you know, I'll tell you a real quick funny story. This is a man who once gave me a, a cemetery wreath. He thought it was a portable garden. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so you're not the only humorist in the family. Oh, no. And then my mother came over and said, oh, my God, who died? My father said, where did you get that beautiful portable garden? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This is a guy thing or what? I don't even know. It's there. I'm, I know that Ty listens to all my shows. So, honey, listen, I don't need a cemetery wreath. No. <laughs> not now, not for Christmas. Okay. Well, let's um, talk about your book, Angel Bumps. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Where did that title come from and what is it? Well, my husband and I used to volunteer at the VA hospital because we love our vets and we were on the hospice unit because they were so good to my father-in-law. And I would tell them the story of my mother's sign. When my mom passed the week of her funeral, I asked her for a sign that she would always be near because I was just devastated. And I felt a hand on my cheek and I thought, oh my God, what was that? You know, and I said, mom, you're freaking me out. I need a real one so I know for sure that, you know, your answer. Let me stop you a second, Ann. You, you, physically felt a hand touch your cheek? I physically felt, like if you very softly put your hand on your cheek, that's how it felt. And then I thought, did I really feel that? 
That's nice. Yeah. And I want to assure everyone, when you feel those physical touches, I know Ty felt the touch on his arm from our Susan, and mm-hmm. uh, many of you listening have felt them. Absolutely trust that. Those in the spirit yeah. world can do that. But you needed more proof then, huh? Well, I, because I didn't know so much about these back then. But then when I turned the corner in my car, my car was surrounded in a blizzard of little white butterflies. And that blizzard of butterflies. I read this in the book, Angel Bumps. It's the first uh, story in there. And I love the imagery, the way you worded that. But can you, can you quantify somehow how many butterflies and where they were around the car? Oh, my gosh. I, you know, I was just driving up a busy road, and all of a sudden, like, hundreds of them flew out and just surrounded my car. And I, I was just amazed. I was not expecting anything. You know, I thought maybe she'd do a little something. But I did not expect that. That's fantastic. A white butterfly still arrives all the time, 18 years later. So this has become your mom's sign for you. It's my mom's sign, yeah. When uh, When my son got married, they had a garden wedding. And as they were saying the vows, a little white butterfly was flying between them. You know, I like to think she was sprinkling blessings on them. And then... I, it's just so sweet, you know, and then my son's graduation, and all the same parts are crying because it was the first big thing she missed, and who comes by my plants, but a little white butterfly from plant to plant to plant, and then sat next to me on my chair, and I was just like, I really miss you, Mom, you know, it made it, by then mm-hmm. I'm a basket case, and it was just so sweet, and was, she is still around, and my husband said, do you really think she would miss her grandson's graduation? <laughs> no, but you know, it's those big things, you know, that you really, really miss people, you know, not that you don't miss them every day. And, and we've talked about this on this show before, but these are, this is one topic that I don't think we can talk about too much because mm-hmm. so many people say to me in my work as a medium, well, my loved one doesn't send me signs. And just as mm-hmm. Emily Rodovich on the last show that I did uh, talked about the fact that some people don't know to look for them. Yeah. So that's, why, that's the why do you call thing. them angel bumps? I started that story and I got sidetracked. I call them angel bumps because when I would tell the people, the other families in hospice or wherever, the story about my mom, they would always go, oh, my God, I have goosebumps. Oh. And I would think, you know, they're really not goosebumps. That's what I refer to as an angel bump. When you have a feeling, maybe you get a chill, but there's always a feeling that comes with it that you know. And And literally, I'm taking you at your word there because when I do a reading and I get a really big hit and the loved one in spirit wants to validate it, my arms will break out in goosebumps, but I think I'm going to have to start calling them angel bumps from now on. I think you should. I think that would be a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Well, you know, now getting a coin that's funny. Friends will write and say, oh, I had an angel bump today. And someone else will say, I just love the idea of it. It's very sweet. It sounds so much nicer than goosebumps. Yes, I've I've heard it called God bumps as well. Oh, but angel yeah. bumps uh-huh. is just magical. It gives that magical sense to it. But yeah. this is not magic. This is reality. So uh, let yeah, me ask yeah. you, and I've had people say to me, well, how do I know the difference between, okay, you just happened upon a butterfly? What makes yeah. it different? Well, I would say that this is how a lot of people miss their signs, I think, because it's natural to just say, oh, that didn't, you know, that didn't happen. But when you can open your heart and your mind a little bit, and you'll, you'll get that feeling that comes with it. I, 
I always have gotten a feeling that, you know, it's just something that slows you down and there's a little special, just touches your heart a bit, you know? I know. Yeah. yeah and know. the very we fact know. that that, <laughs> that sign caused you to think of your loved one yeah. most likely comes from your loved one, their nearness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so are there yeah. specific or common signs that people should look for? Well, you know, they're all the normal, the butterflies. We all know that one. Cardinals, we've all heard when cardinals are near, angels are near. Um, coins is another big one. A lot of people will find uh, nickels or, you know, quarters, pennies, whatever, where they have, they'll have just cleaned something completely and they'll come back and there'll be a coin sitting there. And there's a couple stories in the book about coins. Um, there's numbers on a license plate. Sometimes you'll see something that might be someone's initials or a birth date or something like that. And another one is electrical disturbances, lights going off and on. They do that mm-hmm. a lot. There's one story um, from a, a man who told me his daughter had died in a car accident and she could turn the lights off and on all the time. He would be walking down the streets of Philadelphia and say, watch this. Can you turn those lights on, Shannon? And bing, on they go. Off they go. Whoa. So she's Whoa. really strong. Yeah, I know, right? And she still does that. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. But a fragrance, that's another one. You smell their perfume or something like that. or uh, Sometimes you just feel a presence and you feel like someone's with you. Um, there's another story in the book about a woman who her mother always tried to get her to go to church. And she just didn't want to go. And when her mother passed away, she gave all her clothes away to, you know, Goodwill or someone. And that Christmas came up and she thought, you know, for mom, I should go to, to a Christmas Eve mass. And she went and she's sitting in the pew and her mother always attached these special little sewing things to all of her clothes with her initials on them. Mm-hmm. The woman in front of her, I guess it started to get warm in church, took the coat off, put it back. And there was that tag with her mother's initials on it. What? Like her mother, she's like, yeah, like, oh, my God, she knows I'm here. Oh, you know. Was this specifically, I mean, was, did this piece of clothing belong to her mother and it was passed down or picked up in a a secondhand shop or was it a well-known tag? uh, You know what? No, it was something she personally sewed on her things. Oh, my gosh. I guess her mother liked to sew, but it was a wool coat. And she, she, you know, I guess you know how it is. You give everything away to, you know, donate so someone can use them. Right. But the right. fact that her mother loved that coat, always wore it, and there it is right in front of her at church on Christmas Eve. And, that um, is definitely an angel bump. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, and especially the timing. That's another element to, to these oh, yeah. these signs that it's a yeah. significant time. Sure. Like your, your butterfly exactly. showing up at the, at the wedding. I know. Yeah. The other ones, uh, there's one woman in the book, she's 94 now, and her husband sends her three knocks, boom, 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 and it used to be a little sign they had for each other to say, I love you. He'd walk yeah. by and tap her on the shoulder at a party or something, I love you. And after nice. he died, there would be three knocks on her door. To this day, still she gets them. It's Johnny. We all know it's Johnny. Very Nice. And that's like, and she'll give you a big smile, you know, very sweet. 
that kind of that, that kind of you know it might freak you out a little if you're home alone and somebody's knocking on the door. I had somebody the other know, day tell right? me that their loved yeah. one rang the doorbell and nobody was there in the middle of the night. I think I'd have to have a talk with my loved ones and say, "Don't do that. That's a little scary." <laughs> and they won't if yeah, you just, ask them. Just in the afternoon. Yeah, let's make it calm. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, music is another big one. The songs that will come on the radio. Um, my mother-in-law sang to all of us is that song by the police, I'll be watching you. Every move you make, every step you take, I'll be watching oh, sure. you. Mm-hmm. And I really wish you would not do that. <laughs> but someone will be going to a party, one of her granddaughters, and she'll be like, oh, I probably shouldn't go to this. And what comes on the radio? I'll be watching you. <laughs> so she's alive and well up there. And I'd just like to explain to everybody my take on the music thing, because I've Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of interviews in radio stations. And these days, so many stations, the whole playlist all day is pre-programmed. It's planned. It's it's syndicated. And so Mm -hmm. you might say, well, how did that song come on just then when I was thinking about my loved one is, you know, did the DJ do that? But they don't always have DJs. It's a recording. Yeah. So what I've been told yeah. from those in the spirit world is they know what's coming up on the radio show. They have, mm-hmm. it's, it's all laid out already. So they drop mm-hmm. into our mind and put in our thought, a thought of them, the awareness of their presence, some memory of them. And just when yeah. we're having that thought, we think it's our own, but our loved one's right here with us. And yeah. the song comes on, and we make that connection, and it's just a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. My uh, father-in-law was Kenny Chesney, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problem. I was trying to teach him that song. It was on the radio one day as I'm driving him to the VA hospital. I was dancing, you know, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problem, and I'm singing away. And he was laughing. I said, Pop, you have to learn these words. And next time it starts with us, when this chorus comes on, you just belt it out. We were laughing away, you know. And then after he died, uh, I was going over the bridge to the VA hospital, and I was just really missing, you know, all the time we spent with him and just really missing him. And the, the radio flips on, what comes on? No shoes, no shirt, no problem. And I'm crying, <laughs> and I look over like that, take it away, Pop. You know, I put my hand up, and I swear, it's like, I think I hear him singing. He's doing his chorus. He did it great. You know, it was just so sweet. That's wonderful. Wow. So your book is Angel Bumps, Hello from Heaven. Uh Uh-huh. What where can people find that and what is the best website for information about you? Uh we book of all on Amazon. There's uh they can always email me if they want to sign copy at myangelbumps at gmail dot com. My website is my name, Anne with an E, Bardsley dot com. So it's easy to find me there. And where else I don't know. It's pretty much everywhere. It's on Kindle. You know, you can get whatever. I personally like the book itself as opposed to Kindle just because the cover is so beautiful. It is beautiful. That's from a friend of yours. Is that right? You know, this is the funny thing about this book is it came together in so many weird little ways. Like, usually when you get a cover for the book, you pay a couple hundred dollars for someone to do it. And I looked and I looked and the woman who published, we looked and we couldn't find anything that spoke to me. And I had had colors, a color swatch from years ago that I just kept on my desk and said, I'm going to do something with those one of these days. And I found this. It was all the colors of the swatch I had saved. And when I called the artist, I thought, oh, she's going to charge me $1,000 for this or something, you know, because she's, she's an artist. 
And she said, you could just use it. Just mention my name in the book. So if anyone wants any copies, they can get it from me. I was like, what? Wow. Well, it's, I, I'll describe it for everybody that doesn't have it in front of them. Angel Bumps, Hello from Heaven. It's this beautiful artist painting of an angel, and she's in a beautiful white gown, but the feathers, her big wings, they just dissolve into all the colors of the rainbow and bright, vivid colors, and the sky is a blue around her, and it's, it's very appealing. So that's a blessing. Yeah, her name is Karen Fox Tartan. She goes to Karen's fine arts, she has the most amazing angels. Um, I'm going to use the, another one for the next book, and then a different one, still the same artist for Paw Prince from Heaven for Angel Bumps. I want to talk about Paw Prince from Heaven after the break, so hold on yeah. to that thought. Okay. But um, while we're talking about this book, what have you found to be the most rewarding aspect of this work since the book came out? I think the nicest thing that makes me feel so good, and it, it always seems to happen when I'm thinking, I'm not doing enough with this book, I should be doing more, and I get down on myself, and I will get a phone call or a message from someone saying, oh my gosh, I just read this. I realized that my mom is not far away now, or my dad or whatever, it just helped me so much realize that they're still with me. It just warms my heart that we've opened up that spirit world for other people. Just so sweet. Well, I would say that it's clearly an angel bump <laughs> that that you're on the right path and that this book is meant to be out there and that you're doing the right thing because it's so funny how you came to be a guest on this show. If I recall correctly, oh, no. I was I had just been putting together list, the list of my guests for November and I had somebody else in this slot here. This was several, like last month. And at the last minute, this person couldn't make it, and we had to move them to another date. And I'm sitting there looking at this empty slot, and I have a list of, of people coming up. But just then, Ooh. your email popped up, and you didn't ask to be on the show. You just told me about your book. And I looked up the book, and I yeah. said, well, this is perfect. And so to you, it must have seemed <laughs> absolutely crazy that you, you reached out to me, and I turn around and say, why don't you come on the show? It was. I, in fact, I was writing an invoice out, and all of a sudden, your, your spot came. I was like, where did she come from? Look at this. So that's another <laughs> one of those little things that happens all the time. I'm like, yeah, where did she come from? I don't know, but I like her. Where is she? And then we connected. It's not, it's, you know, I, I wouldn't say, you get this, but I know somebody is, you know, leading it's us down this path. It's what I call a setup, and I hope that all of you listening oh. will come to recognize these spirit setups that, that Things like don't that. just come about by chance. You are being guided. Yeah. We are yeah. all just so loved. And those in spirit loved when we acknowledge and recognize how helped we are. It's so true. what I love about your book is, again, just like Emily Rodovich's Mystical Interludes in the past show, your book is one of those pick up, put down, read as much as you want, or just read one mm -hmm. story. Perfect, perfect yeah. reading for just before you go to bed to to. Yeah. Finish your day on a high, positive note. Mm -hmm. How many stories are in this? I'd never counted, but it's quite a lot. There are 60. Oh, 60. There's a, well, you know, I originally I wanted 50, and I thought that's a good number. And then they just kept coming and coming and coming. And I couldn't say no because they were so sweet. So we <laughs> just, you know, kept adding. And finally we had to stop because I didn't want it to be like a, you know, big textbook to carry around. 
But how did you get the stories? Did you put the word out publicly? I did. What I did was, you know, I belong to the Irma Bombeck group, and that's a bunch of women. So I put a little call for submissions out, and I asked them all to share. And the stories, you know, they would come in five at a time. The next day, three more would come, eight more would come. You know, they just kept coming and coming. And it was like Christmas morning when that happened. Oh, yeah. I'd open up my email. I'd be like, I don't know. So exciting. So fun. Now, now, when you selected these Angel Bump stories, did you did you feel your own angels, your own guides, or anybody in spirit helping you? Was there any kind of nudge you had that you said, this one is it, or this goes in the book? Well, you know, there were some that, uh, you know, it, these stories are so personal for people. And, and for some, they, they were really hard to write because they were therapeutic because they hadn't really dealt with stuff. And, and after they wrote the story, they felt lighter. And, you know, and they'll come to my readings with me when I do book signings. If they're local, they'll come with me. And some of the stories just needed a little more, you know, I, I, we need to know more about your grandpa or something. We need to, why do we, we need to love him in this story. So I would have to ask them to pull a little more out and things like that. And then once they got polished, boom, then I knew this is good. Yeah. There was some divine intervention going on with those. Wow. So we are talking with author Ann Bardsley. That's B-A-R-D-S-L-E-Y. I want to talk a little bit more to you about the difference between a humor and sentimental writer after the break. But when we come back, we are definitely going to be hearing some more of your angel bump stories. Hello from heaven, just signs that our loved ones are, are around us and connecting us with the other side. And how many of these stories are yours in the book? I noticed quite a few. Yeah, about 10 are mine. 10 of yours. Yeah, I I have a bunch of bumps. Yeah, I get bumped all the time. (laughs) <laughs> and that's because you're an expert watcher for them. And you don't see them just exactly. because it's not just because you're looking, but it's because, well, mate, I gotta, I'm not putting that right. <laughs> it is because I you're looking. You oh, yeah. goodness. We're going to come back after the break and hear more of Anne's God bumps, other people's God bumps and pet bumps, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Oh, but we still have, let me see. One more minute to go. So why don't you share from your 10 stories, another one of your favorites. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, boy. That's that's hard to pick just one. Let me rack my brain. Um, How about the call dad, from a medium? That one intrigues me. That was so cool. I used to have an angel store. I had an angelic experience, and I had an angel store. And I had these four kittens that I brought to the shop to get rid of these kittens. And... I thought, this is perfect. It was the anniversary of my mom, and I thought, I can do this. Well, apparently I couldn't do it, but the kittens left one by one. There was one left, and another shop owner came in and said, um, oh, do you think she's going to miss her mom? Well, I burst Again, Hang on here. just a second. Now we're going to leave everybody hanging because we do have oh. to take a break, which is actually perfect because you got to come back yes. and hear Anne's angel okay. bump, the call from the medium. Uh-huh. We'll be back in okay. just a few minutes.
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. It takes you to power Unity Online Radio. If you'd like to make a positive difference in the world, you can by contributing to this global ministry. Unity Online Radio relies on listeners like you to support our broadcasts that send our messages out to an awakening world. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in 1991. I heard from a young lady who was just starting out as a Unity minister, and she said, I am not teaching prosperity yet in my ministry because I have not yet demonstrated it in my own life. And I don't think I should teach what I have not demonstrated. And I wrote her back and said, Honey, you've got it all backwards. You need to teach what you want to learn. You teach what you want to demonstrate. Because you cannot demonstrate what you do not know. There must be an inworking before there can be an outworking. To find out more about Unity Teachings, visit unity.org. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear their beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. Call today. 816-969-2000. Since 1924, Daily Word has offered inspiration and practical teachings through daily prayer messages to help people of all faiths live happy, healthy lives. The magazine includes two months of daily affirmations, messages, articles, and spiritual poetry to help you get inspired. Subscriptions are available for print editions in large type and Spanish, as well as the digital subscription package that includes the online magazine with audio, smartphone app, and daily email. Get your subscription today. Visit dailyword.com or unity.org. Find the truth within yourself that heals, reveals, guides, and transforms. Tune in to Reverend Galen McDowell every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms. Take a deep dive into the practical aspects of new thought teaching, starting with forgiveness, spiritual healing, prosperity, and more. Reverend McDowell welcomes some amazing guests, and topics can range from reincarnation to the Bible to science. Big plans to join the show here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. Some of my shows sometimes talk about some of the tragedies that that we go through in our lives. And I've had some guests who have truly had some 
some deep challenges and overcome them, very hope-filled stories. Today is just a very light show talking with author Anne Bardsley, sharing her fascinating stories that she calls angel bumps, signs from loved ones across the veil. And just before the break, Anne started to tell her story about when she owned an angel store and had her cat had four kittens and she was trying to find new homes for them. And it was the anniversary, what I call the angel-versary, of her mother's passing, one year. So she was a little sad. And why don't you pick up where we left off then? I love that angel-versary. I've yeah. never heard that before. So I I am a mess because that other woman, I mean, I thought I held myself together really good that day. And the other shop owner, when she said, do you think she'll miss her mom? I lost it. I could not stop, I could not stop crying. I had tissues up my nose and one gentleman said, you must really love that kitten. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was a cat lover. I'm like, yes. I couldn't tell him because then I would have cried more. Funny thing is, the next day, I got a phone call from a woman who stopped in the store often. I knew she was a medium. And she said, um, this is going to sound really weird, but I got a message from you last night from your mom. And I laughed and I was like, oh, yesterday, you know, it's a day for me, but what's your, what's your message? And she said, does your mom have a cat in heaven? And I said, no. And she says, well, the message came through with your mother holding a kitten. wanted you to know that she was right there with you when you were feeling like that. And you don't need to be sad. So this so medium like, out of the blue calls you on your mother's angelversary. Okay. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I knew her from coming to the store, but I've never had a reading with her. That's fantastic. The timing mm-hmm. and that your mom shows I holding know. a kitten is just, what a validation. Did, did that dry your tears? It did, but then I had to cry again because that was so sentimental. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so for those of you listening, I know when I give talks all around the country sharing the, the messages of hope from those on the other side and giving readings and talking about the the fact that all of us are eternal beings and that life is is all about shining our light, that life, love is eternal. People come up to me afterwards and they want to share. They have stories. So if we're going to do something a little different today. If you've been listening and you've been thinking, I have an angel bump story that can top that, or I have an angel bump story that would be perfect for that book, a very short one, why don't you call in? And we'll try to get to a couple of you at least. The number to call in live right now, unless you're listening in the archives, is 816-251-3555. You should be listening online. That phone number is right there on the web page, 816-251-3555, to share your story of an angel bump, which is a sign from a loved one across the veil that you absolutely could not deny. So meanwhile... And what do you tell people who haven't received signs or say they haven't? Well, my sister is always asking me, why haven't I gotten a sign for mom? And I say, because I'm her favorite. <laughs> then, <laughs> I'm sure that goes over real well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it goes great. I'm telling her that she's too busy. She's running too fast. And, you know, sometimes, like, you really have to be open sometimes. You know, and, and I don't know that you have to be like, you know, crying in pain, crying when something happens, but you have to be at least a little open to when things around you, like small things happen, like my little butterfly, you know, well, the little butterfly, not the, not the swarm, 
But sometimes yeah. it'll be, you know, a bird will come by and just sit and chirp. There's a story in the book about my dad um, as a bird when I won a writing contest about a story about him who followed me to the mailbox like a little maniac buzzing my head and stood and chirped at the mailbox while I opened up the envelope saying that I had won the contest. So oh. it's, it's little things. Yeah. Well, that was a pretty big one, actually. But, that is. But they're all, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I love that we already have somebody called in. And if you don't mind, Anne, we'll listen to Roseanne's story. Let me bring her on the air and uh, we'll see what her her, um, angel bump is. Roseanne, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hi. (laughs) So what Uh, is your angel bump story? Well, this is actually my husband's story, but he would never get on here and tell it because he, he's still a little reserved about all this. But um, yeah. he went out and bought a lottery ticket, uh, number 34 in the queue of lottery tickets, which was my son who passed in January's favorite number for sports. Mm-hmm. Well, he, it was mm-hmm. a crossword puzzle, and you had to complete or, you know, get at least three complete words. My son's name was Lee, and that was the only completed word on the cro- on the crossword puzzle on this lottery ticket. Oh, <laughs> I have bumps. Oh, I got yeah. bumps too. <laughs> Anybody else yeah. listening have the bumps? Yeah. Ooh, that was a good one. Now, what was your husband's reaction? Uh, well, he he was quite stunned and uh it, it's funny because this is was he gets hit over the head with big signs i get little signs he gets big signs because i think he he needs the big ones yeah so uh, i i think <laughs> it's beautiful. helping him along his path to you know accepting yeah. Yeah. that we don't die you know we we don't die absolutely around yeah, and I know that Lee's probably clapping his hands right now saying, yay, I'm on the air too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Roseanne, and enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Thank yeah. you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. And we have a couple more waiting, but I'd like to hear another Angel Bump story from our guest, Ann Bardsley, author of Angel Bumps, and her website is annbardsley.com. So mm-hmm. you have another favorite story to share with us, Ann? I have I have something that happened. Um, you know, little things happen all the time to me. And once I missed a flight, I was going to a Be Now Beautiful Women's Conference. We were going to change the world and we're inspirational and loving women. And I got my times mixed up and I missed my flight. As I got the airport at 6.30, it was up in the air. And I was so mad. I was so upset because I'd been so frazzled. And I thought, oh, my God, another thing I screwed up, you know. They put me on another flight. And I went down the down the row, and I sat next to a woman and a young girl. And I was so flustered. I said, listen, we're not going to tell my husband that I did this, because they're going to put me in a home. They're going to think I messed up again. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I sat down, and I put my head back, and I said, oh, sorry. Um, are you traveling for pleasure or vacation? And she said, no, I'm traveling to my 24-year-old son's funeral. Hmm. And I went, oh, God, now I know I am on this flight. Okay. So... I gave her a copy of the book, and we talked about a lot of signs and different things. And we talked for two hours, the whole flight. And I'm covered so with sweet. angel bumps. Hmm. I, right? Well, she got up at the – here's the thing. So I get to this 
this woman's retreat, and I tell the women about her, and 30 or 40 of us, we said a prayer for her, you know, because she's going to this funeral, and, you know, we're praying right around lunchtime. And when I got back, I called her, and I said, hey, I'm just checking on you. Are you okay? And she said, you know, it's so weird. I wasn't going to do his eulogy because I didn't have the strength. But right around lunchtime, I got up there in front of the whole church, and I did a beautiful eulogy for my son. Now I have been following myself. So it was the power of the, you know, the prayer. And then she holds my book up at the funeral and says, this nice woman gave me this book. And I thought, <laughs> oh, my God, God, is my marketing director now. Yeah. Well, this but is what time this is, is when you, know? you say to people like that, and those of you listening, when it happens to you, that's number one, and start writing it down and keep track of these because they 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 amass yeah. into this preponderance of proof that we yeah. are connected to the greater reality. Yeah. We, we cannot be separate from it. Yeah. So what is yeah. the chance? I really believe. I said I think your son had something to do with me missing that flight. You know, we were giggling oh. about it. I said, because we would have never run into each other ever. Yeah. What would the chances have been, you know? so That's the silver lining when, when things seem to go wrong and you think it's all screwed up. It's really, exactly. there's, there's always a reason. So yeah, we're always. going to take another caller here. We have Sandy on the line. If there's anybody else that wants to share, we have several others, but hopefully we can get to everybody. The number is 816 816- Two five one three five five five. Share your story that you can't deny when someone across the veil was connecting with you. We have Sandy on the line. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. And Anne's here with um, us. You want to share your angel bump story? Yeah, I have one. Okay, I I know it's butterflies, and you know I see butterflies on golf courses. They land on my golf club. They even stay there during my swing. But uh, I, that, but this is a very different one because it wasn't just me that saw it. I was giving a car to my daughter, a car that my husband and I both owned. And I had left the house and taken my uh, one of my grandsons out someplace else. Uh, and my daughter was looking over the car and to, because I was giving it to her. And she wasn't sure she should take this car because it was her dad's car. Mm-hmm. The butterfly landed on the taillight, mm-hmm. and she knew she knew about the butterflies because I had told her that's the sign mm-hmm. from her father. And mm-hmm. the butterfly landed on the taillight, and then my grandson, one of my grandsons, put his hand out, and the butterfly landed on his finger. Oh, <laughs> and, and and she said, "Oh, Sandy, do you think it's because Dad doesn't want us to take the car?" And I said, "Oh no." He only showed up to say, you need to take this car. And I thought that one was kind of amazing. I mean, butterflies are butterflies. They don't typically land on cars, and then they don't then come and land on your finger. Uh, And stay there long enough for her to take pictures of the scene so that when I came back, I actually could see the pictures of them. So the butterfly didn't go away. I don't know if you think that's amazing, but for me, it actually was. Uh, it wasn't just a random butterfly flying about. No. Um, it landed on the car she was going to take. I mm-hmm. think that's definitely an angel. It's an angel bump for me. I, it's an angel I, bump, I, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, sure. Among, yeah, well among done, Dad. A bunch of other things. 
Yeah. And Sandy, yeah. I know you, and I know that you I, you were a bit of a skeptic. Me. So I just love that you took skeptic. this this sign. You didn't need the <laughs> what we might call hardcore scientific evidence. You know that butterfly well, was a sign. Suzanne, you you've sent me a bunch. The the class that I got canceled from that that you know, I ended mm-hmm. up going to the Gateway Voyage program, which you had suggested that I go to, and it was an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, good. and good, you good, had good. suggested that, and that all was. That's not on that synchronicity or that other thing you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But uh, things just, the guides are doing something. That's right. Um, and my guides have said, uh, for all of you listening, when your heart's in the right place, things fall into place. And yes, just the nature of those of you listening, I know your hearts are in the right place. So just when things are falling into place, you are aligned with your true nature. If you keep hitting a wall, then you're just focusing a bit too much on the story. Just remember who you are. You're a beautiful light, a soul who's in a human body for just a while. And these angel bumps are what remind us of that. So thank you, Sandy. I thank you both for uh, for doing this, and uh, I, I actually I'm really enjoying hearing this. So wonderful! Good. All right, you. enjoy thank, your thank day. Thank you both so much. Yeah, thank you. Right, bye. Okay, bye bye. Any thank other callers you. want to call in and share your angel bump? We have just a few minutes left. Eight one six two five one three five five five. So Anne, back to you. Tell us about Paw Prince from Heaven. Well, <clears throat> I have. I had two puppies, two dogs, and one passed away, and the other one was acting depressed. So I thought, oh, I should get her a buddy. But I didn't want the vet bills and all the, you know, a, a puppy start over. I just, I'm like, I just don't know if I want to do that. And I said, well, if I'm meant to find one, I will. So I looked, uh, I went to a couple shelters, nothing, couldn't find anything. I looked online, rescues, nothing. And I sort of said, okay, God, I'm not supposed to have one. So the next day I wake up. And I open up my computer, and there, looking at me, sits a King Charles Spaniel with a poodle combination. So he's a tabapoo. So he's got these big eyes, and I think he said, Ann, come get me. I'm sure he said that. (laughs) So I I had already decided, no, 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 I'm not getting. But I called the number just to ask about him. And then I got the directions just to think about looking at him. And the whole way up, I'm saying, don't, you don't do this, don't do this, don't do it. And I get up there, and the, the uh, she opens the door, and it's like, yap, yap, yap. And I thought, oh, my God, I don't need a yappy dog. Well, she's holding one, and this other big love bug is hanging. He's at her feet, and he's just staring at me. He's about 30 pounds. I sit down on the couch, and she says he's very shy. It's going to take him 10 or 15 minutes. He's been through so much. Just Let's just sit for a minute. My butt didn't hit that sofa, and he was in my lap. Hmm. He were my ears. He sniffed at me. He's like all over, rubbed, rubbed my belly, all my nose. I fell in love with that dog like immediately. So I brought him home, and we had him for seven months. His name was Wilfred, and I would never name a dog Wilfred, but his <laughs> owner was an older English woman who had to go into a nursing home. And so other people were taking care, so I got him. Well, Eventually, Wilfred got a tumor, and we had we knew we had two weeks with him once we knew the tumor was present. We thought we had four to eight months, but it was more aggressive than they thought. So his last week was spent with my grandkids here with us, 
just loving on this dog, and he had the best treats. He had the best hugs and love. And um, when he oh, two o'clock in the morning, one night we had to take him. He was just too uncomfortable and too much pain. And I took him up there, and I came home, and I'm in my waiting room, and I am just a mess because sure. I don't know what it was about this dog. He, I mean, I had tons of dogs. This one got my heart. I am bawling because I could not believe how much I loved him and he was gone. And I had described the guideposts because I was going to submit some stories to those angel stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. One of their magazines I just got and fell on the floor. I bent down to pick it up and the page is open to a dog on a little bed curled up and he's wearing angel wings. Oh. <laughs> I read it. I'm like, oh, Fred. Yeah, so... But then there was more. The next day, Wilford University came on the radio. Um, you can get these new sofas on uh, Wilford Street. And I was like, what the heck? Wow. The thing was so bizarre. It was coming up all over the place. But I thought, you know, there's so many. Like, we all know about the Rainbow Bridge. But I do think they hang around with us in spirit. I don't think they just, you know, they're souls just like we are. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and I just... You know, some people will tell me they felt the the, the bed moved down, like when they're laying in bed and their dog is gone. They'll mm-hmm. feel a spot right where he was. Or they'll hear the clicking of their nails on the floor at night. You know, they'll hear little things. So I think this will be a sweet mm-hmm. book. Um, I'm just going to have a group of them. It's going to be More Heroes from Heaven will be the next one. You know, Angel Bumps, More Heroes from Heaven. Then Angel Bumps, Paw Prints from Heaven. And then I wanted to do something for military and donate part of the proceeds to one of their programs and um, for police officers as well. And they usually have the real dark blue butterflies arrive for their ceremonies. You know, a little boy, there was one on TV not too long ago. Um, they were doing something for his father who was killed in action. And a little blue butterfly sat on his shoe during mm-hmm. the service. So um, I would like to do something for them as well. Very nice. So the the Paw Prince from Heaven book is not yet published, is that right? No, I'm taking submissions for that. Taking submissions. How yeah. would people submit them? Through your website? Well, they can, you know what they can do is, um, I want about 1,500 words, and it will go to myangelbumps at gmail.com. And I'm also still taking submissions for Angel Bumps 2, for the second one for, you know, for loved ones. Oh, I nice. About 25 stories, I make more of those. Very good. So those of you who have stories of a connection with a pet across the veil or these angel bump Mm -hmm. stories of loved ones who have given you unmistakable signs, like you said, you can send them Mm -hmm. to angelbumps at gmail.com. Is that myangelbumps at gmail.com? Myangelbumps at gmail, yeah. Okay. I want to guarantee everyone that your pets who pass are alive and well across the Rainbow Bridge. I see them all yeah. the time in readings, and I've had magical moments when they they give me evidence, just like people do, of, of how yeah. they pass. I'll feel their physical symptoms of how they pass. I saw oh. I had one of my most wonderful stories of a dog that validated it was okay to 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 put me down when you did, and and oh, it's just, oh you know, the, they, the things that we grieve about, and the dogs come through, and sure. I can feel their unique little 
tricks. One dog showed me that he always used to love to burrow under the chain link fence and run away. And mom would go and find him. And he had this, this look on his face that he knew he was in trouble, but he was just having so much fun that he didn't mind. And she <laughs> even sent me a picture of the, the chain link fence with the hole under it that he always used to go under. Oh so this God. was coming directly from <laughs> connected with the dog's soul. So for those of you listening, yeah. the angel bumps definitely do extend to our pet angels across the veil. Yeah. Yeah. How about another story? I'm going to give one at random here with your name on it from your book. I'm looking at it here. How about Grandpa Jay's batteries? Oh, Grandpa Jay. That's for my grandson. Um, Grandpa Jay passed away. I only met him one or two times. I met him when Arlo was first born. And he was a very special man. He was a judge. And he did a lot for um, for children. Well, he also had a baritone voice, and he was always on stage. And um, he was just a sweetheart of a man. Well, he also had this fetish about having enough batteries, being prepared. If the storm goes out, we have to have flashlight, we need a radio, and all this stuff. And when Arlo, I want to say he was about 18 months, two years old maybe, he got crazy with batteries. Anything that broke, he would say, we need your batteries. Meanwhile, his grandpa was up in heaven by now. But every single thing um, that broke needed a new battery, he would say. Stuffed animal didn't move. Batteries. And he's how old? He was about two. Two Two years old. So it sounds to me like grandpa's impressing in his mind the battery joke. Is that how you took that? Well, they were having a family gathering, a picnic. And it was the first time they'd all gathered without Jay there. So it was, I think it was sort of Jay's way of, through Arlo, letting people know I'm still here because he was the one who picked up. And eventually his son said, oh, my God, the batteries. He's just like that. And caught it. Excellent. I mean, for the, especially considering the age he is. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, kids, you know, kids are so open to this. Kids well, they see spirits. Yes, exactly. That's another book I wanted to do for children. But people get scared by that one. But I love that, that idea. Why are they scared by that? I think they don't like the idea of, um, well, some people thought I wanted from children on the other side who were sending messages. And I said, no, 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 no. I want people, you know, children who have gotten the messages from people. Okay. Because they're, I mean, they're so sweet, they're so detailed, and they're so innocent, they're signed. So I put that one on hold. That'll be another one down the road. Very good. Well, we have one more color. I'm going to have the time to take one more here. I see, I believe the name is Ramdesh. I may be wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong, but welcome to the show. Ramdesh. Yeah, Ramdesh, you're on the air. You have an... That's for somebody else. (laughs) Louie, what are you doing to me here? (laughs) I see. Okay, well... Welcome to the show anyway. <laughs> so, Anne, let's, let's round it out with one from your book that's just jumping out at me. It's called yeah. Dot's Feather Boa. And I have my oh, own right. boa story that's just fueling all of my oh. work from my lovely friend, Brenda. What is Dot's Feather Boa story? My aunt Dot is, she's a hoot. And she lived with my mom uh, after my dad died. She moved in with my mom. And they had neighbors next door who just moved in. It was two gay men, very nice, best neighbors they ever had their entire life. Well, they had a, a welcoming, you know, a house opening party. And my aunt and my mom went over. 
Um, they also had a bunch of guys come to, I guess, were dressed, you know, they had gay, transvestite, a little bit of everything. But there were boas all over the place. And my aunt, they kept putting boas all over Aunt Dot. And she was happy as could be, you, you know. She was so, I don't, she, she was simple. She was funny. Mm-hmm. And um, after she died, I thought, you know, Linda, what whole thing is going to be? I don't know. And um, I always tease her about that with the bow with the things, you know. And I was at my daughter-in-law's looking for a wedding gown. And as I'm thinking about that, no, I got, that's when I got the call that she had passed away. And I almost knocked over a whole rack of boas. Oh. And that's when it dawned on me. That was Dot. Hmm. I had feathers stuck on myself from Dot. Is that right? I'm, I yeah. have a little boa feather right here in my hand right now. My, my yeah. I have a boa in my room because of the connection I have with boas and my my friend Brenda. And I, one of them fell off, and I put it in the drawer where I keep my tape recorder for doing readings. And now it's just so wonderful because I'll be ready to do a reading, and I'll reach in to get my tape recorder, and this feather sticks to it. And I pull it out, yeah. and it's it's this is not a sign from Brenda. This is just a lovely thing that makes me smile that that – because I'm the one that put it there, you know, but it's just a reminder. Uh-huh. And I love, Anne, what you said when you, when your, you know, your loved one passed and you said, I wonder what her sign is going to be. So for those of you listening, this is exactly how it works. And I want you to be looking for signs. And maybe even if you know somebody's going to pass, talk with them about the signs. Tell them you'll be looking mm-hmm. for it. That gives them hope mm-hmm. to know that that connection cannot be broken mm-hmm. and will not be broken. So, Anne, okay. thank you so much for joining us on the show. Oh, we have to you. leave for now, but I hope all of you will check out Anne's book, Angel Bumps. Check out AnneBardsley.com. And thank you again for joining us, Anne. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. All right. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you next time on Messages of Hope. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.